Watch out for carpet debris. It's driving cross-country mid-COVID this week on Why Do You Know That? Why do you know that? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Beep, beep, boop, boop. I am calling from the future. It is three hours ahead here. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Oh, my goodness. Does that mean that you're in Michigan? I am. I'm in the lovely Great Lakes state. Um home of the Petoskey Stone, and state bird is the robin. What is a Petoskey Stone? A Petoskey Stone? What? Don't, don't, you, don't you have a state stone? A Petoskey Stone is um, it's a rock and a fossil. It's composed of fossilated, fo- fossilated fossilized like coral. And uh, I think just from like the Great Lakes, I think they get, uh, you know how like, driftwood and the sea glass kind of get uh sanded down and like softened and smoothed over generations or whatever um petoskey stones are kind of the same thing um such All stones right. were formed as a result of glaciation in which sheets of ice plucked stones from the bedrock grinding off their rough edges and depositing them in the northwestern portion of michigan's lower peninsula in these same areas of michigan complete fossilized coral colony heads can be found in the source rocks for the petoskey stones fascinating what a way to start can we keep the momentum no, that going is cool I mean, that's kind of cool. It's like you have dinosaur coral just sitting in your backyard. Yeah, and they are. They do look cool. I'll, we'll definitely post a pic on the gram. Everyone's going to want to see a Petoskey stone. We've been slacking on that, by the way. I'd like to apologize to the listeners. I oh. feel like we have been slow going. It's COVID times. We have been very casual in how much we're posting there's just so much going on in the world we don't want to inundate you guys with dumb bullshit but on the other hand we do say things like we're gonna post this and then we forget so you know what anything that that can be our thing (laughs) if there's anything that you're like hey you said you were gonna do that please email us at why do you know that pod at gmail.com uh or you can hit us up on twitter the gram and go hey what gives? Yeah. Just like, just yell at us. It's fine. But, but don't worry. I already have saved a Petoskey Stone photo, and I'm about to buy a uh, Petoskey Stone pop socket for my phone. Ooh. No, that's fun. Treat yourself. Yeah. $15. Get fucked. All right. <laughs> Never mind. All right. You know what? Don't treat yourself. Fuck it. No. Uh, So today's episode is a little check-in. Steve took a big whirlwind road trip halfway across America so that he could spend time with his family during these, quote, uncertain times. And so I figured, you know what? Let's have a little quick mini-sode where the topic is traveling during COVID-19, traveling on a road trip specifically. Uh, And we know why you know that, because you just did it. It's true. Um, I got to say, the first two three the first three nights specifically night two and three just really truly just a comedy of errors um so yeah i decided uh you know 
my car's leased and I checked online and it said that I was averaging eight miles a month, uh, which meant I had a lot of miles to use. Eight? Eight. eight? Also, there could have, I bet like, I have a feeling March, April, and May where everything was just like full on nothing to, like nowhere to go, nothing to do in California were probably lower than eight. And then more recent months are probably higher than eight. But because I... Uh, basically it said that at this rate, you'll return your car with 15,000 extra miles. And I thought, well, I guess I'll drive to Michigan and back. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, I decided to surprise my family, surprise my nephew specifically, but I didn't tell anyone I was coming and, uh, that, uh, presented its own issues as well. Um, because if you're, because I couldn't post on social media and if you're driving across the country alone, and you can't call any of your family and you can't share your journey with any of your friends through social media. Very isolating. Very, Absolutely. Uh, very tough. Um, yeah. Throw, yeah. Throw in audiobooks co- consecutively of I'll Be Gone in the Dark and uh, Catch and Kill, Ronan Farrow talking about the Weinstein stuff. And you just you get home and you're just fried. <laughs> All right. Now you did that to yourself. You could have gone in and been like, I'm going to listen to, I don't know, some classics or yeah. like, I don't know, uh, some, what, what's big? Uh, the, uh, the Marie Kondo. I'm going to listen to a Marie Kondo book on the road. You could have been learning how to tidy up and clean out those closets. So by the time you're <laughs> off the road, you know just how to do it. But instead, you went for killer and mass rapist. Yeah. So, I mean, Petoskey stones, sex crimes, this trip's had it all. Um, (laughs) I started on a Thursday. Um, I decided to, you know what? Might as well be responsible. Get a COVID test taken before I go. Uh, And right there and then began, um, you know, the domino effect. So, uh Dodger Stadium, free COVID tests, that's great. Um, But sometimes there's a real long line and a real long wait to uh, swab your cheek. And so already, already kind of pushed back a little bit. Then once I get home, it's kind of like, well, what's the rush now? I missed 10 a.m. Now it's noon. What's the difference? Um, So I wanted to get deep into Utah. I wanted to be on the road for at least eight hours. Um, That's not really deep into Utah, but it is into Utah. And uh, traffic was so awful, which is why I I, I don't understand why on a Thursday at two during COVID, not Labor Day weekend, it was so bad. But I guess that's just Los Angeles. I guess that's just traffic. I thought we were done. I thought we were done with traffic. It was just trafficy getting out of the city. It was trafficy getting out of every city. Like I'd get on the freeway. It was trafficy getting out of LA. Then you hit West Covina. Traffic again. Then you're just trying to get on the 15 to get to Vegas. I think it's the 15. I don't know. Uh, traffic again. So finally, I'm on the. I'm in the desert, and uh, and traffic finally um, lightens up a little bit. But by the time I hit Vegas, it was nine o'clock at night, and I was very tired. Yeah, and, understandably. Uh, Wait, I, so so traffic for eight hours. It took you eight hours to get from Los Angeles to Vegas, which is normally like a, a three to four hour drive. Yeah. I mean, also with like 
stops to I stopped to, at a Walmart to get batteries, which uh, oh that's that that's important too. But yeah, yeah. took about eight <laughs> hours. Um, oh, the battery thing will come into play. Okay, um, all right. So, oh, what a, what a Chekhov's yeah. batteries, if you will. So uh, I'm yeah, things are just going slow, and also just from like getting up and being in traffic, I was just tired. Like I if I wasn't like the traffic took more out of me than just driving would because it's stressful. So I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to make it to this campground until well after midnight. I don't think I'm camping tonight. Um, but oh, luckily okay. our friends at Hotwire gave me a deal to stay at the Stratosphere Hotel in Vegas for $11. Whoa, $11. $11. $11. First off, what a steal. What a steal. Second off, uh, how was the hotel in COVID experience? Um, okay, uh, f- fine. I'll, I'll say it's fine. I felt fine because um, uh, I, I, I didn't, I, mostly because I just assumed that things would be cleaned and I did bring in my sleeping bag and sleep on top of it. Um, oh, okay. Because like, why not? Why not? Um, and, uh, um, $11 until I check in and they say there's a $40 resort fee, which I wonder, but your resort is closed. What am I getting? They still charge, wait, they still charged you the resort fee? $40. There's no pool. There's, what, what are they charging you for? You're getting in late at night. There's not even, it's not even like you're going to, I don't know, download all of the internet using their Wi-Fi. What the hell? And $40 resort fee for the stratosphere? To do what? To park your car? No, that was free. This is insane. Yeah. $40. There's no pool. There's no hot tub. There is no uh, services. No, no buffet, no shows. I don't know. Um, but I had planned on gambling $40, so I just thought, well, there was my gamble. So <laughs> so it was fine. All right. It was fine. I walked around. I got my dad a mask that says, welcome to Las Vegas, and I got one for myself, too. Um, I right. just thought it was hilarious, a hilarious souvenir. Um, but sure. nobody, nobody at the gift shop did. Uh, I, I really hope that it's like rhinestone decked and glittery. Nope, it's just black and it has the Las Vegas sign on, and it's already kind of All like right. it's already kind of peeling off. You th- okay? Here's my hot hot take on that. I feel whoever's making those masks, listen, mask makers, they should glow in the dark like the neon signs. Yeah. Like you, they should, you should be able to put them on a, under a light bulb. And then when you turn out all the lights, your mask glows. Isn't that fun? Well, there should be more glow yeah. in the dark masks, especially as we go into winter. So yeah. All Vegas right. So you stay fine. at the stratosphere. Yep. I did drive down the strip. Everything was like, I'd compare it to like, if you went to Vegas in February, people are out and about. It's not super busy, but like there's a crowd around the Bellagio fountains. You see people walking around with their yard long margaritas, but for the most part, they all had masks on. And, um, but yeah, Vegas seemed to be happening a little bit. Uh, the casino is definitely not crowded. I, uh, most, and I'll say across the country, um, even at truck stops. And, um, for some reason, I just found comfort in going into Walmarts. Uh, whenever I stopped for gas, I would usually, it would usually, I'd, I'd stop at one that had a Walmart nearby just to like, it was my nephew's 
birthday the day after I got in. So I also needed to find a toy for him and Mm -hmm. just see if I could find like fun masks that said Colorado or something like that. Um, (laughs) And so Walmarts were just like, I don't know, I'm a sucker for the, I find so much comfort in chain in chains, in, in sure. chain restaurants, in chain stores. So like, sure. so the next night was Green River, Utah. This was the night I was also going to camp here. And let me go back to when I stopped to get batteries at a Walmart in Barstow. Mm. Um, and these batteries were for the uh, air pump for an air mattress whilst I camp. So okay. the the wonderful clerk at Walmart, she was lovely. She asked what I needed from the battery case. In general, I don't like going places where somebody has to unlock a case. I'll travel to eight different stores where I can grab them myself before I flag. You don't down like to somebody. bother people. I hate to bother you're people. Ju- you're yes. very polite. And I hate to bother people and I hate to sit and wait and track someone down. Um, and then I don't want to go to women's underwear where somebody's, you know, restocking bras and be like, can you come help me in the batteries? I'd rather put myself out. Um, right. So I said, I need this 10 pack of C batteries right here. And she said this right here. Go ahead and get in line for self checkout. I'll grab it for you. Thank you very much. She gives me the pack of batteries. I check out and I'm on my way. And I don't look at the batteries until I'm in Utah at the campground where there's nowhere around that you're going to find C batteries that I find out that she grabbed D batteries, which are not what I wanted. Do not fit for my pump. And I take 40% of the responsibility for not double checking, but she has a majority of the responsibility because I, she made the mistake. I, I didn't confirm because the C and D batteries are similar. But so I couldn't inflate my air mattress, which maybe that's fine. Maybe you can sleep on the ground. This ground was very hard, very pebbly, and very uneven. Mm. And it was about 85 degrees with no breeze. Oh. And uh, my tent was bathed in the street lights of the Motel 6 parking lot that was 20 feet away from me. <laughs> And uh, when there was oh, a small no. breeze, it was stirring up that Utah dust. So do you ever have like sinus issues that make your teeth like toothaches from sinus stuff? Yes. Um, it was so bad. It felt like it felt like I had just gone to the dentist and had like my front four teeth on the top taken out. Oh, it was awful. I'm so I couldn't sorry. sleep. So 4 a.m. I'm watching Friends on my iPad stealing Motel 6 Wi-Fi. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, why does this happen to me? I'm also, I refuse to go check into one of these motels. I'm just like, no, no, no. I spent the money to camp. I bought the tent. I'm camping. Did not sleep at all. The lesson here so far might be, there may be more times where you need to ask for help. Yes. Like you might need to start getting used to asking the person who's restocking bras, can you help me? I need this specific battery and then checking. And then can you help me? The ground outside is hard and I can't sleep. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is there is nobody to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Because the lady at the like front left, like the the front desk stuff closes and she's gone at eight so uh, there was really fair. nobody to help me um i did have a sleeping bag but i needed to roll that up as a pillow because it hurt to just have my head on the ground um but overall terrible 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 experience um 
And then so I left as early as I could and I got on the road. I was on the road for about two hours before I saw a sign for the city of Fruta, Colorado. And Fruta, of course, is, well, it's Italian. I don't know if it's Spanish, but for fruit. So it made me think of my cat fruit snack. So I was like, well, that's where I'm going to stop and uh, get a coffee or something. And rather than Mm -hmm. get a coffee, first I pulled into the parking lot of the Dinosaur Museum and took a two hour nap in my car. (laughs) Nobody else was inside there. I kept worrying that uh, somebody was going to knock on my window and be like, excuse me, sir, you're loitering. But, you know, mm. maybe they just let me be. They could. They must have known about my night before. Um, so then I drive. You're the very Rockies. lucky. Or maybe just in Utah, it's not as big of a deal. I don't know. In Los Angeles, it was only. Is it, is it still a crime to sleep it is in your car? Or it it's was, a crime to sleep in your car. Which is absolutely bonkers and needs to be repealed right away but yeah. uh in in your case perhaps they just assumed you worked at the dinosaur museum and were taking a quick power yeah. nap between I mean, yeah. lunch breaks it's a rigorous job i'm sure um they do have a dinosaur kind of car in front i've got a picture of it um yeah and then i got my coffee that was great drove through the rocky mountains and here's the thing i found that the pattern of my trip was daytime driving what a beautiful country i love this nighttime figuring out like my sleep situation i fucking hate this i'm never doing this again so i get to (laughs) sterling colorado which is about two hours outside of denver i think uh driving through the rocky mountains beautiful really like Really, L.A. to Denver is a beautiful trip. And then basically you get to Denver and all that ends. And it's just Nebraska for five states. Right. It's you go just, straight from Purple Mountains Majesty to this. Yeah. You get from you go from Denver and then it's just Nebraska and then Nebraska and then Nebraska and then Nebraska and then, Nebraska and then Iowa and then to Nebraska, it just doesn't. It just doesn't end. Um, just but it, cornfields, right? Yes. So I get to Sterling, Colorado, which I guess I thought because of the name Sterling, Colorado, it just sounded like Western to me. I thought I was sure. Gonna, I just convinced myself it was like a cool old Western town. It wasn't. It was a very small farm town, and the campground I uh, at a state park that I tried to stay at. It was so windy and dark. I tried to set up my tent and five seconds later, I shoved it in my trunk and angrily sped away mad that I spent $40 on this and found a motel six that just happened to be across the street from a prison with a big sign that said, don't pick up hitchhikers prison area. Uh, so I didn't, I never checked under my bed cause I just knew there was a prisoner under there and I didn't, didn't want to bother. So, the night before, you were like, no, I spent the money. I'm going to duke it out against all the odds. Yeah. Steve versus nature. The next night, fuck that. Nature won. Nature wins. Uh, like, instantly. Instant- instantly you gave instantly. up. Instantly. I, I mean, I truly could not, as one person, get this tent up in the wind. It was just so bad. Um, and... Uh, and I did think maybe I'll sleep in my car. And that was what it took for me to be like getting a hotel was no, Steve, you're not going to spend another night until 6am debating sleeping in your car. You're going to get, you're going to get a hotel. You can do that. That's allowed. You're in charge of your finances. (laughs) Yes. Number one. Yes. Number two, 
What was the difference in quality, cleanliness, safety, all that from the stratosphere on the Vegas Strip to the Motel 6 across from the prison in Colorado? Oh, good question, Nadia. I'll say right off the bat, um, some differences from the the stratosphere. um, There were no bugs. Uh, whereas the Motel 6 had just, there were three flies in the room. Um, I, I guess I'd call it carpet debris where I couldn't walk around barefoot in, in the Motel 6 because just like little things would like stick to my feet. Like, and it's different when you're walking around your own apartment and you just think, oh, I've got a vacuum or I've got a sweep or I've got to, I've got to put on some slippers. But when you're in a hotel that you kind of paid for thinking it would be clean, it's kind of a bummer when you have to wear shoes. <laughs> Yeah. Every pillow had hair on it. Uh, um Yeah, and uh and uh it was just it was, it was and there was a couch in there that was kind of stained, so it was real nasty. Um Yeah, but, but the, that's the, the, a good yeah. time to sleep on top of the sleeping bag and just be like that is what I will do. Oh, I am that only time in I almost, here to yeah. provi- I almost brought the tent in that time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lesson here is number one, learning to ask for help. And number two, checking the map beforehand. <laughs> so you I mean, know where you're going. <laughs> the thing is for yeah, for yeah, there's there's a lot checking of lessons. To see if checking to see if the name of the town also matches its cute western persona I mean, in your head. It's it's a lot to do while also having to do the driving. And I think that I, I think mostly I'm gonna chalk all of this up to doing it alone. I feel I, I feel you should always road trip with another person in order to have that system of checks and balances. Like somebody yes. might need to be told if we're not sleeping and we're gonna be driving tomorrow, let's just go get a hotel. Um, right. Or, you know, having another person, I could have put up that tent and not need to go to the nasty Motel 6. Wait, no, it was a right. Super 8. It was a Super 8. Oh, that changes yeah. everything. Yeah, plus two. Plus two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say, everybody at that, everyone was very nice. It was really, Sterling, Colorado seems like a very nice place. Everyone mm-hmm. seemed very nice. It reminded me a lot of, um, it reminded me a lot of, where my uh, a town in Michigan where my grandma grew up that we would go to all the time like just a little farm town sure. and the, my issues with this motel are no different than it was truly no different than any other side of the interstate motel none of them are they don't you know for for the clientele all all they're looking for is a bed so yeah. why why spruce it up i understand and you want to know something they had pretty damn good wi-fi Hey, and, and no Wi-Fi. resort fee. And no resort fee. Uh, and yeah, the, the front desk woman was very nice. Um, so then I left Colorado. And my one big thing in this trip was I would not go to sleep in Nebraska because it just, see, I just didn't want to have to go to sleep and then wake up and still be in Nebraska. Um, sorry to our Nebraska listeners, but I just, I've driven across Nebraska before. Hate it. Um, so I just knew I've got to make it across Nebraska. Finally, I get to Des Moines, Iowa, where I camp and it was lovely. I roasted hot dogs. So third time's the charm, literally. Third time's the charm. All you need to do, look at Yelp reviews, go to the place with good Yelp reviews, go to the place where they say tent camping is also good. Cause a lot of campgrounds are just RV parks now. Right. Um, 
I was the only person with a campfire. Okay. Because even though it was more of a campground, there were only two tents. The other guy was a mystery guy who put up a tent and fell asleep in it right away. Mm. And everyone else was RVs and none of them had fires going. What they did have going were flat screen TVs on the side of their RVs that they sat outside and watched baseball on. (laughs) So who are these people who are taking their RVs to just watch TV on the side of them? I... That feels like a lot of work to set up the television on the outside of the nope, RV. It's no, built, it's built into it. A it's panel, built in. A panel lifts and there's a TV on the other side of it. Oh my God, we're living in the future. I know. I want one. I really <laughs> want one. Uh, I mean, this might be the way to go if, if this thing... If this pandemic cannot get under control, it may be the thing to do is just buy the nicest RV you can, put a TV on the side of it, drive around, see the world. Yeah, you don't and by to- world, I mean just the U.S. because they won't yeah. let us out. Um, you keep saying put a TV on the side of it. Nadia, the TV comes on the side of it. It's built in. I know it's hard. It's a really hard concept to grasp, though. So I do understand. It's weird that they make lug- It's weird that they make vehicles with TVs on the outside of them. But they no, it's, do. it's like a it's like a party bus. It's like uh you know buses that drive by in New York City, and then there's like an advertisement for like go see cats. Yeah, I just I just I'm against any sort of um, camping vehicle with more than one TV. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that feels excessive a little bit. Unless that is the TV. Like, there's no TV inside. You have to go outside. You can only watch television once parked. Okay, maybe. Yeah. But otherwise, if you got a TV in there to inside and outside. Maybe. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. But but Des Moines was great okay. in terms of camping. Um, and then Iowa was fine until I got to Illinois where I got pulled over. Mm-hmm. I got pulled over for going 75 and a 70. And then uh, because I couldn't find my insurance, um, I started getting really nervous because I, I haven't been pulled over since I was like 19. I'm a pretty and I've never gotten an X and I'm pretty, pretty good at driving. And You're only not... driving eight miles a month. How could you possibly get in an accident? Right. Exactly. Uh, with that average, it would be insane if I did get in an accident. Um, and uh then once once that was all settled, the cop was letting me go, and I said thank you, which is weird. So then I said, I don't know, I, no, not thank you, no thank you. Wait, I guess thank you. And I think that was what kind of triggered him to say, I do have to ask you, you are visibly nervous, and uh, you seem shaky. And I said, yes, I'm nervous and shaky because I just got, got pulled over. I'm, a, I'm an anxious person. And he says, well, would you, do you have, I have to ask if you have drugs in your car. And I said, I don't. And he said, would, can I search your car? And I said, you may. Uh, and he searched my car for drugs. Um, Jesus. He, uh, uh, he went in the front seat, back seat, and then he goes to open the trunk and I'm not in the car anymore. I had to get out of the car for him to search. And so I'm standing by his car and I'm just, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to like, you know, do anything to make him mad. So I'm just timidly like, Exc- excuse me, excuse me. Um, I shoved a pop-up tent in there. So, so be careful when you open it. Cause a tent might pop up in your face. 
it didn't thank god oh. but uh no drugs were fine found but i was i was shaken um i was shaken for a lot of reasons i was shaken because i was pulled over i was shaken because my car was searched and i was shaken because um because i know that other people would not have left that situation i know that that situation would not have gone smoothly for many other people and so just a lot of guilt anxiety um once and again this was, coming face to face with your privilege yeah exactly and this was my last uh i was driving straight from des moines to michigan so i had no more stops and as i got closer to michigan i was also getting more and more anxious about the fact that my trip was ending which was great but i never told anyone i was coming and i started to think well i certainly don't like when people show up at my door un unannounced um what if nobody what if people are just like you could have told us you were coming so we could right clean. what if this fun surprise completely backfires and i yeah. piss my family off mm -hmm. uh so that was the roughest day of just uh lots of lots of anxiety about all all things so pull into my brother's driveway i told my sister-in-law i texted her and i said uh the present for the boys has just arrived it's on the porch get your camera and have them go open the door Mm -hmm. so and i filmed it um they go and they open the door they're happy to see me they're excited to see me they love me i love them and then they immediately ask where the present is <laughs> <laughs> because i'm the present does not work does, that's only for adults that doesn't work on children oh no 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 an eight an eight-year-old is just mm -hmm. like no 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 but i wanted a toy yeah so you, the next day you'll be yep. here all the time but the toy yeah. So I got guilted into giving, well, Logan's birthday was already happening. So I already needed to get him a birthday present. And then I got guilted into getting $20 Nintendo gift card for Lucas because he kept saying, I thought I was going to get a present. Mm. And because I'm not here a lot, it's easy to guilt me. It's easy. Oh, to get, sure. You can get the biggest slurpy size you want when we go to 7-Eleven. Sure. You can stay up and watch all of Angry Birds 2 while mom and dad are, are out partying. Uh, um, my my dad's family was in Egypt and I haven't met many of them, but my mom's side of the family lived uh, all in the South. And so when we go to visit them, definitely, definitely that kind of attitude. Or if they came to visit us, it was the thing where we did not get to see each other very often. So it was always like, you get whatever meal you want. Mm -hmm. You get to have blah, blah, blah. And it's, uh, it's such a joy when you're a kid, if you have an out-of-town relative or close, you know, an auntie or an uncle, close friend of your parents or something that stays with you. Yeah. And then suddenly the, the world is your fucking oyster because $20 to an adult is... It can be a big deal, certainly at different points in your life. Uh, in general, it's not maybe as big of a deal uh, yeah. as it is for when you were a kid. Yeah, except when you're a kid obsessed with Nintendo games, and so that twenty dollars is really only one third of a Nintendo game that you're gonna yeah, have to right. you're gonna have to get the rest of the money. <laughs> okay, if you're a ritzy kid, yeah, then sure. Yeah. My sister and I will do a Christmas gift exchange, Amber to gift exchange. And so we'll share uh, wish lists because, you know, sometimes yeah. you want a very specific thing. And Same. I will, we will both mark, hey, if you choose to get this particularly expensive item, ignore the rest of this list. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, geez, don't be greedy. Yeah. My family is basically... Um... We don't do a lot of gifting anymore for the holidays or the birthdays because my brother just hates it. My brother doesn't want to buy anyone anything. He doesn't want to get anything. Um, and my sister 
could not be more impossible to buy for. She won't use anything you give her. Uh, but we we used to be very here. You know, here's what you can get me. And then I think people get annoyed with me because I see the lists and I just think, ah, none of this, n- none of this will bring me joy to watch you open. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to think outside the box. You know sure. what? You know what, sister-in-law? I know you asked for this, this, and this, but I really like this star, starry robe at Kohl's. So you're getting a fluffy, starry robe. It just feel it's calling to me for you to have. So I kind of think I'm above it, but sure, you're that gift giver. You're like, no, I don't. I I see that you have a a, a specific desire, and I say fuck that. Yes, but if I don't, if I go off the list. I'll give a receipt. I'll give a gift receipt if I go okay. off this. Yeah. Um, but I won't. I won't give a gift receipt if it's something you asked for because if you bought it already, tough. Yeah. No, I I will not purchase anything until after a gift giving time has passed, and my birthday and the holidays are pretty close together. So I will usually lump it into one big list. And then once everything has passed, all gift giving opportunities are gone. Then I will go back and go, okay, here's all the things that maybe I will just go buy myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you should do. If you tell people, here are some things I want for Christmas, don't buy them before Christmas. Yeah, no, that's insanity. Why would you do that? It, uh, even, even if you're saying like, oh, I want, for example, a fluffy robe and you go get yourself one, well, tough titties. You've got two yeah. now. Hope Deal you want two it. fluffy robes. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you? Because then they think that that's possible. Also, don't buy things for yourself before. The no. sales are best after. And also, another reason I oftentimes go off list and get what I want to get them is, I am very against gift cards as a gift to somebody you love. Um, So when all my brother and sister are asking for is gift cards, I just, I refuse. I refuse to give cash or a gift card. Um, I just, there's no magic of gift giving there. And again, it comes from my selfishness. (laughs) It comes from, what do I get from giving you a gift card? I might as well give you $20. I don't want to get you something from a 7-Eleven. I don't want to get you something from the checkout line. I think it's okay if it's part of something. Let's say you're getting somebody five different gifts and one of the five is a gift card. Fine. Especially if they asked for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because occasionally I've asked for a gift card simply because I'll go, you know what? I know I'm going to use it, but at this moment in time, I don't have a specific item you can buy me from this particular place. Uh, But at the same time, or if it's a gift card, like, if it's like, hey, Nadia, I know how much you wanted that um, wine rack at Pottery Barn. Here's a $30 Pottery Barn gift, barn gift card so you can go get it. Maybe it wouldn't fit in my backpack or it costs more than $30. I'm just helping you get it. Then it, it, if there's a specific um, motivation behind it, I can get behind it. But I, I, I can never just be like, Oh, you want a $20 gift card to Chili's? No. Speaking of Chili's, what establishment, you mentioned Walmart earlier, what other like food places, because you got to eat, or did you pack lunches? Were you buying stuff at the grocery store? How did you nourish yourself during this road trip? drive throughs I kind of uh I kind of decided, you know what? I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry about health at this time. Uh, so mostly drive-throughs, um, 
Yes, exclusively drive throughs I think <laughs> Thursday. And everything was safe. Like, would you recommend, hey, if you're on a road trip because you want to go see your family this year during all of this, stick to drive throughs Versus, like, you know, eat, like that way you get to eat in your car and yeah. you're not e- eating in a restaurant, which could then make things so much worse for you and the people who work in the restaurant. Yeah, I think most places are closed anyway, but yeah, stick to the drive throughs If you want, you can be, Taco Bell is known as, you know, low-key, the healthiest, uh, the healthiest of the fast food. You can find ways to, you know, if you're a vegetarian, I think like the, the non-meat options at a Taco Bell just seem more enticing than the non-meat options at a, at a McDonald's or a Burger King. Um, yeah. And uh, and so you can make it work. And also, it's just a couple days. Your body will forgive you. You'll bounce back. Uh, and yeah, just uh, and you can do it on the app, too. So you barely even have to order or you you don't have to even exchange cash. So that's why I, I did it that way. Although controversial. I went to an Olive Garden in Michigan. Mm-hmm. former guest Santina Muha would be very upset with you I know so will everybody because we're in a pandemic but um I needed to surprise my aunt and we couldn't figure out a way because I was like I asked my sister do you think we could just have her come over here and you can just say do you want to come over and we can hang out and my sister was like she'd wonder why and mm-hmm. I said well do you think you can be like hey we're gonna come over and visit and she'd be like she'd wonder why so even when my sister said, do you want to go to dinner? Uh, my aunt responded and said, what's the occasion? So it was really, it was hard to trick my aunt. But also I'll tell you, I didn't feel, I felt, and also I think there was ju- there was definitely a curiosity because, and I told everyone, I haven't been, LA has no in, inside dining. There's, There's no, no right. eating inside restaurants. I haven't been inside a restaurant and sat down with people at a restaurant since March 12. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's try this. Let's do this. The people I'm trying to protect from like contracting COVID if I got it are all at the table anyway. So let's go. Um, uh, I, and also it's not, it's not Los Angeles. It's not. Right. I have heard that in other, uh, you know, I know people that are staying with folks in all parts of the country and it very much, your mileage may vary depending on where you're staying. So apparently in Virginia, for example, there's indoor dining and it's more or less safe-ish to eat in restaurants, particularly if the restaurant is limiting the capacity. And there's so many things that you can do. You can ask, hey, you know, how many people are in there right now? Hey, can we be seated, you know, really far away? Uh, You can keep your mask on until it's time to eat and then just have it off while you're eating, et cetera. Like there's so many ways to be safe about it without being one addict to the people who happen to work in the restaurant. That was the thing I was most concerned about was, was, you know, the server, but she was super nice. I got to say most of it was just, yeah, yeah. I want to see the inside of a restaurant. Yeah. I want Olive Garden breadsticks. Let's do this. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Especially after six months of not eating. And I don't know what Michigan's, numbers are right now as far as um how much of a handle they have on cases but i have not heard things coming out of there in the same way that i have about california texas florida 
New York, yeah. a few other places where it seems to be much more concentrated. And really because there are multiple, 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 multiple cases of, say, a bunch of kids got together and had a party. Or mm -hmm. a gender reveal party set a fire off. Or, oh, uh, this, God. or this, you know, thousand group went to go see Smash Mouth in concert. Like, that's the kind of shit that's going to lead to super spreading events. Rallies. What do you like better than giant wildfire started by a gender reveal party or the COVID outbreak started by a Smash Mouth? Well, that's not fair. It's a biker rally that Smash Mouth was performing at. But for the sake of this, would you rather start a forest fire with your gender reveal party, or would you rather start a, a COVID hotspot with your concert? <laughs> what a horrid choice. I think I'd rather start a COVID hotspot, but also like the forest, because the forest fire has like forced, I don't know what, a thousand people to evacuate their homes. Yeah. And that that's more of a guaranteed way to destroy things versus a COVID hotspot where, uh, you may be asymptomatic and never show any symptoms. Your symptoms might be incredibly mild. They may not affect your body at all. I don't know. Both mm -hmm. are awful. Yeah. I hate living in hell. <laughs> I don't know how other people feel. I'm not a fan. It's funny when people are like, oh, 2020, what a year. Like, what indication do you have? I feel like we've been saying since... 2012 oh god the world's going to hell you know like i feel yeah. i feel it's been a full decade of can't wait for this year what a year can't wait for this one to be over yeah yeah this is just sort of a uh creme de la creme of them yeah. all and in a way where it's just so non-stop uh and yeah. so globally affecting that you can't help but notice it at the mm -hmm. same time i'm like yeah they, it's always been bad yeah. everything's bad deal with it everything's bad everyone's bad um including us you know what what are we contributing we're having people on to talk about you know no we are contributing because you know what people need after a day of the news yeah um and and AOC even said you need to just you need to give yourself that time so yes <laughs> So go back, listen to some old eps if you haven't had a chance to catch up. Yeah. Give yourself a, a moment of self-care by turning your brain off and listening to us mindlessly chatter with our friends about a variety of bullshit topics that we love dearly, yeah. as much as we love our guests. It's a and salon atmosphere. It's a salon atmosphere. And you can also get ready to hear us talk to tons more people throughout the rest of the year as we ride out the hell that is 2020 yeah. and all the other preceding years before it. Hey, should I should I make this call? If there's something crazy that you would love to hear people talk about, let us know. Oh, yeah. And we can find somebody to talk about it. Yeah. Hit us up once again. Yeah. Why do you know that pod at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know. Uh, we, we have gotten some requests in the past and those are not being ignored. It's a matter of finding somebody to suggest those for specific, let's say media or uh, pop culture takes that people want to hear about. Uh, just rest assured they have been noted and we are waiting for the right person to come yeah. along and bring if, them to life. If you are listening and waiting for a topic and you don't think that Nadia's got grids. 
Oh, I got grids, baby. If I you got don't grids all got, day long. If you don't think we got spreadsheets on spreadsheets on spreadsheets, you Ooh, wrong. we you got wrong. a packed Google Drive. Yeah, we got a Google Drive. We got a spreadsheet. Don't that worry. app is bursting. There's someone you want us to interview? Let us know. We got a grid for it. Yeah, exactly. Fill us in. We want to hear from you. All right. Steve, I think now is as good a time as any because you're three hours ahead. So it's about dinner time where you are. Beep, beep, boop, boop, dinner sequence activated. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.